ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Bishop Kobe is making must be must be must be noted. Is he like he's saying? I'm just repeating his words, but I want to. I hope maybe I'm just coming. I don't know whether the verse I want to talk about has been put there. Some things are gospel and Christian, but they are light. You know, we are just light. There's no, a lot of songs are like that. Like I said, for me, if I want to do something serious, I, it's not Kirk Franklin's music I'm going to like. I mean, I don't. It's just for, like, like you want to release some tension and just jump around. This is the, the point I'm making. Huh? And the same for other types of music, other types of books, other types of messages. There are many messages. I mean, you, you should know that a lot of pastors are preaching. Well, I don't know what you do with your time. But if I have two hours to listen to a message, I mean, I will choose what will bang my spirit. Not something watery that has no impact. And the scripture, there's a, the last scripture I didn't talk about. Isaiah 28. Have you read it? Is that what you were reading? Isaiah 28 verse 9. Look at it. Which is the, 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 the Old Testament version of when I was a child, I spoke as a child. He said, whom shall he teach knowledge? Whom shall he make to understand doctrine? That is the man of God, the pastor, the one with doctrines, teaching doctrines, you know, and who, who, who is the person who should be preaching on Sunday morning? Them that are weaned from the milk. And drawn from the breast. Milk is the word of God. But there is a type of the word of God that is not necessary for you. Yeah. As a minister, there are some things you eat. See, depending on what you are doing physically, there's, there's a type of food you eat. Restless, kung fu fighters, and so on. There's a type of food they eat. Yes. So, so, so even if it is the word of God being preached by uh, Bishop Samuel or, 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 or Reverend Fatima, the fact that it's a pastor talking, a lot of things in the system are milk. But if you are the one going to understand doctrine, your diet must be a certain type of diet. So Paul talks about, hey, Paul talks about, I said Paul, she has confused me. 
um, the, 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 the writer of Hebrews talks about um, Hebrews 12 and verse 5. Listen to what he's saying. Hebrews 12 and verse 5. Five twelve. Um, um, five twelve. Sorry, five, five. You see, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you are being that one teach you again. The first principles. So, so first principles are also the Bible, the Word of God, but they are called first principles. They are first, but there are certain teachings in the Bible you should move away from. You see, but you cannot move away from them if you yourself don't have a foundation. You don't have a basis. That's why I'm coming to talk about quiet time. Ah, but there is a time you that will be a pastor soon, will be a lady pastor soon, you should move away from teachings on quiet time. I don't know why somebody will sit me down and teach me about quiet time at my age. No, they must teach me about something fantastic. So it talks about first principles. Is that you have need that somebody teach you again the first principles and have become, which once again, such as have need of milk. This is Isaiah 28, 9. Milk is still the word of God. But at a certain time, you shouldn't be somebody who has need of a certain type of milk. In fact, what you should be eating is butter. Yes, they've extracted the milk from, the fat from it, and you are eating. So, so grow up. You must grow up. But, but you can't grow up if you are not feeding yourself on certain things. Even physically, some of you who are small physically, it's not your mother or your father. It is more nutrition. I mean, you didn't eat well. It's it's possible you are like, like, you you, you didn't eat well. It's not like your mother is small. Some some people are small because their mother is small. Some people are very tall and big. You see that, even sometimes their parents are small, but an uncle is tall and big. But a lot of you who are smallest, you you, you didn't eat well when you were a child. Yes. Because you you can't feed yourself on milk perpetually. So he goes on in verse 13. Watch it all. Everyone that uses milk, we see, once again, this is Isaiah 28, 9. Who will he make to understand doctrine? Who? To understand doctrines and teachings and themes and uh, topics. Who, who, who is the one? Who will understand? Who is the one? The one who has graduated from milk. Weaned from milk, from the breast. It's a certain type of Christian. Some of you actually must attend New Believer School yourself. Yes. You must actually sit down. That is why it would be good, in case you are not humble, to just go with your member and say, I brought my member to sit here. It's my instruction, eh? Ah, okay. So sit in a meeting. So sit in a meeting. 
last Tuesday, my regional directors were being examined. They read the book. They were examining the book. They were quoting the verses. My regional heads, yes. Because even though you must graduate from milk, how can you graduate if you are not good at that level? If you have not fed yourself, you don't have Bibles, you don't know how to have your quiet time, you don't, I mean, the Bible you are using, I mean, I can, I can go and on. The verses you are reading, you don't understand it. You can have a quiet time, but you, you, you didn't understand what was being said because you don't even have parallel translations to help you to, to understand the nuances of the scriptures. The nuances. So everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. So you are using milk, but you are a baby. And remember, a baby Christian is who? Almost an unbeliever. First Corinthians 3.1. So, verse 14. But strong meat belongs to those who are what? Full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. Use means that they have, they have been spent. That's a hymn. Go lay baron, spend and be spent. You, as I'm standing here, I am spent. I've been used. I've been used. But unlike a car or a plane or a machine, or a phone that you use, uh, and the more you use it, the, the more the thing becomes almost uh, useless and about to be retired. In the ministry, the more you are used, the more anointed and great you become. So, 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 uh, as I'm standing here, I've been spent. You can imagine the number of years I've been teaching and preaching. I've been, I, I, I've been used. But, in the spirit, people who, I, I, many of you are virgins. You are new fights. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. You know yourself. You've done nothing. You can imagine the outreaches I've done. Not just Ghana, London. There are pastors in London, the London Church of the UD. There are pastors I followed up myself from Ghana. I followed them up. Today they are pastors of churches. I'm sure they are reverends. What have you done? You go for outreach one or two, you, you stop. Then you start filling forms in your bedroom. But as you are doing that, you, you think you are smart. What you don't know is that you are, you, are, you, are, you are becoming malnourished and underdeveloped. Because in the ministry, it is how you are used. The more you are used, the more you are spent, the more you become anointed. Unlike a phone or a car or whatever, you use, uh, you must pack it somewhere. You use, uh, you must pack it. You use your phone, uh, you can't even, now, when somebody calls, you can't see the number on the screen. You have to pack it somewhere. But it's not so in the spirit. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to descend between good and evil. So there are some things I've experienced that if you experience it, you'd have disgraced yourself. 
that some ladies have experienced, if you were to experience them, you would have slept with them. Because, because you, you don't even know what is wrong and right. Even music, some of you have got uh, uh, Asha on your phone, you say something is gospel. Uh, I mean, you are confused because you have not even, you see, the more people you bring up, the more developed you become. That's why one of the criteria I'm going to use in my relationship with you is how many people have you won? How many have you developed? How many have you established? If you, if you can get that, uh, you, don't need any, you don't need any teaching. No one should need to teach you. And have become somebody who needs to be taught. So, so, so it is very important. Milk is the Bible. But understand it that at a certain age, I mean, when I'm scrolling and I'm seeing, I see pastors preaching, I just move on and on and on. Sometimes I, I scroll uh, and I see a movie. I just stop and watch Chinese movie. I watch, uh, I prefer the Chinese movie to some milk. That I mean, I prefer to relax with the Chinese movie. If I give you a, 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 a Bible, come and share something with us. What will you say? Can you come and share something with us? Come and share something about faith with us. Come and share something about faith with us. No, stand there. Come and share something about faith with us. Or, 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 or choose any topic. Choose your topic and speak. No, you, you stand behind the pulpit so you feel that you are a man of God. Stand behind the pulpit. Please hurry up. Hallelujah. You've got things to do. Yeah. Any topic. Or, 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 or explain Hebrews 5.14. Or you can do Hebrews 5.12. Go to 12. So Hebrews 5.12, um, it says that for when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need not ye have need that one teach you again, which the first principles of the oracles of God, and I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So as um, Bishop was saying, as Bishop was saying, as Christians, we will have to um, develop a good um, quiet time because through the quiet time, what happens is that you, when you, you are a, a new believer, through the quiet time, you take your milk. When it gets to a stage when you develop the, the reading of the Bible, you develop checking other translations of the Bible. You are off. You are, I didn't say you should have your quiet time. I've not told you have your quiet time. I've, I've not, I've, what you are saying, the verse you have read doesn't talk about quiet time. It doesn't talk about reading your Bible. It doesn't talk about anything. What he's saying rather is that there are some things you shouldn't even be reading or listening to. That you need milk and not strong meat. That, that is, that, what you have read, I'm not talking about, as a quiet time, we know First Peter 2 2. But what you are saying is true. There's nothing wrong with what you are saying, is the truth. But it's not, you are not explaining 512. So, so if you met me as an eunuch reading Hebrews 512, you can't start preaching to me from this point. What you are saying is not from here. That's the point I'm making to you. And, 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 and we can go into it. I can ask you, what messages, messages are you listening to now? What books are you listening to now? Are, are you reading now? When was the last time you watched a preaching video? When was the last time? 
And I can tell you mine. I don't know what you, you can say. We say. I mean, another reason why you must seize any opportunity to teach and to preach. Because once you are teaching and preaching, you are forced to read something. You must read something to preach. You know, so, so, so the point I am making is that you must really, you, all of you must understand that a pastor cannot operate at milk level. Cannot be up eating milk all the time. Somebody who ought to be a teacher. Somebody who is going to be a teacher. Like I, I'm a teacher, I cannot be reading milky words, in, even in the scriptures. I need to develop myself. And one way to develop it is by reason of use. What is use? Preaching, teaching, outreaching, uh, sharing, ministering, talking to people. I mean, as I'm going to have Sunday morning meetings with you, by the time I've done 10 sessions, 10, 10 weeks with you, I myself would have risen up in my level of understanding of the word of God. Yes, I myself, the bishop. You know, so, so whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Whom shall he teach knowledge? Who is the one who is going to be taught knowledge? And to be made to understand doctrines, doctrines like baptism, speaking in tongues, loyalty, teachings like uh, uh, um, um, faith towards God, Holy Ghost baptism, water baptism. These are doctrines. Repentance, prayer, praying in tongues. These are doctrines. Who is the one who will be made to understand topics? Who is the one? The one who has left there's too much milk. You are really having your question with Gideon's Bible. You are drinking milk. You are drinking milk. You don't have Dick's Bible. Yeah. Don't have Dick's Bible. Dick's annotated. You read the word, you, say, you see the word some C at, at the top. If you go down, the C, the Greek of word of the C is there. The meaning is there. Some more verses. To, I mean, you, you, are, you are now cracking quotes. You are cracking quotes. It's different from, for God so loved the world. And for God so loved the world, which is, in a certain sense, milk, you can convert for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son into meat. Yes. I can, I, I can take you on a road where that for God so loved the world. You wonder if it's the same verse. Yes. So, and, 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 and one of the ways. That, that's why Peter in Acts 6-4 talked about the ministry of the word. I told you yesterday. He didn't say we'll give ourselves to prayer and the ministering of the word. He said the ministry of the word. The ministry of the word is everything you do with the word. The written word, the preached word, the sung word. The ministry of the word involves reading the word, listening to the word, 
watching the word and all the different ways it comes, including speaking it. So before you speak, you should have read, you should have listened, you should have watched, you should have meditated, you should have had it in a song. There are some verses, I know them because it's a song. Yes. Which if you are listening to Stomp, there's no verse in it. It's just, it's just, it's just, Jesus said, Jesus said. If you listen to Hosanna music, Maranatha, it is a whole scripture they are singing. You listen to Ida, it is a verse that he's singing. It's a verse. It's very important. You know, so, so, come off the breast. And, 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 and when we say come off the breast, I, I want to link Hebrews 5, 12, 13, and 14. I want to put them all together. When they say come off the breast, it means that there's a time, even, even on Sunday morning, before you come to sit down to listen to me, you should have gone somewhere to preach. That, that you shouldn't be somebody whose life is spent listening to message. That's a smirk. You're, you're on the breast. A nipple is in your mouth. You are sucking milk. That's all you do. Sucking milk. Writing notes. Writing notes. Listening to messages. But to come off the breast means that, and, and then you begin to be used. Strong meat is for those who are being spent and who are being used. So you come off just listening to messages to now preaching. So the more you preach, the more you are used by reason of use. You are not using yourself. You are not being used by just listening. When you listen to messages, you are not being used. When you listen to messages, you are not being used. When you listen to messages, you are not being used. You, 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 you begin to be used when you speak it. When you minister to someone. Someone is sitting in front of you and you are speaking the scriptures. You've taken a verse and you are ministering. That is, you are, you are, so like from, from whenever we came here, I've been used. I've been used. You can imagine how we have used our prophet. Used. Yes, but the more he's used, the mightier he becomes. So when, when you don't preach, you don't speak the word. That's why the work you are going to do is going to be witnessing, teaching different strands of people. Your own converts and converts giving to you habakataya. We shall monitor it as if we are monitoring election results. Oh yes, keep watching me. I have time for that. Monitoring of work is one of my gifts. One of my gifts. The system we have in this church to monitor the work we are doing, it doesn't exist anywhere. It doesn't exist anywhere. The softwares we are using, haba. If I take you into it, but you are the one who fills the forms. You should know what you feel. And, and, and how we have, we have uh, 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 processed the data to come up with things about you. When we mention your name, we can tell the things you are doing in the church. Abba. You understand? So, so come up the mark. 
come up the milk and begin to eat bones. But when you don't preach, you will never want to eat bones. When you don't preach, you don't eat bones. Like my daughter came to ask me, for charisma. I said, ah, charisma? What are you doing with it? I'm, I want to watch it. Aha, because she's going to preach. When she was a bus center leader, just putting people on buses, she never asked for charisma. Because putting people on bus, buses and taking them to church and back home and so on is different from sitting down with six people and talking to them from the word of God. Taking offerings. That's why in this church, even Basenta leaders teach, are supposed to teach. Because that Basenta leader is going to become a center leader. And if you don't know how to teach, what are you going to do? So, 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 so the point, I'm back to what Bishop Kobe was saying now. It, it's not everything you must revel in. It's not everything you must revel in. I, I, do you have Apollo or something? Oh, that's how your eyes are. That's how your eyes are. Oh, no, no, it's possible. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not saying you've done something bad. That's how your eyes are. Don't be walking about just, you know, frisking around and just listening to, you go to church on Sunday, you listen to, oh, what a powerful word, oh, wow, Bishop, you, you preach powerfully, I was moved. Uh, no, 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 no. Enough of being moved. You to go and move someone. Yes. I, I'm also moved when I listen to a prophet. I'm always soaking. I'm listening, reading, I'm interested in what you have to say. I'm always listening. I mean, the, the, the camp I'm listening now is a camp that he taught. Uh, the first statement he made was, he said, in 13 years, I'll be 50 years. Yes, the first statement he made at the camp, intro. He said, in 13 years' time, I'll be 50 years. You can imagine when that camp was held. In 13 years' time, I'll be 50 years. That's the camp I'm listening to now. And I'm moved, I'm charged. Powerful. I mean, I just, I, just, I just get excited. The revelations are just overwhelming. But I'm not being moved by his camp. I'm also moving people. So that's a strong meat. That's a strong meat. That's a strong meat. And I'm saying that there's nowhere in the church people must learn how to move, move people from fornication to righteousness. You are the guys who must be establishing drunkards as center leaders. You are the ones. When somebody stands on the stage and talks about how he was masturbating 15 times a day and now he's a center leader and he said, I came to church and I met Brother Frank. You are the ones who laid the foundations. So you must become what? What's the word? You must become what? Masters. Please go on, Jacobi, go on. Hallelujah. So, it is, th this is very, very important. For me, it's one of the most important things to remember as a minister. And always remember the example of Daniel, the Hebrew boys. Go to Daniel chapter 1. You see it's there. Daniel said, look, I will not defile myself with this thing. The meat, they are serving meat. He said, no, it will defile me. I want vegetables. And, and what Bishop is saying is true. You must not revel in something. That, that is why when you understand this, there are even some friendships 
you will not go near them. There are some people in whose company you cannot sit. When I was on campus, one day, there was a guy on my floor. Well, very good, very good friends. But he was a raster man. And he came to ask my roommate to use his... My roommate had gone to London and brought some nice system, you know, that zooms very well. So my roommate said, oh, you can use it. Hot afternoon. So he brought two cassettes. You know those days, to record from one cassette to the other, you have to play one through and record it. So we were there. We were all resting on our beds, my roommate and I. After about seven or eight minutes, then my roommate's mind came to the music that the guy was recording. So he turned and asked him that, ah, is that secular reggae music that you are recording on my, 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 my player? Then he got up and took out the cassette. He said, my kids, take your cassette away. The guy was very surprised. He said, no, don't come and place that taste on, on my machine. Yeah, we were that strict about it. Don't come and place such things on my machine. <laughs> you have come to play a cassette that is secular. Give him the cassette. Take it away. Yeah. This afternoon I'm lying on my bed trying to think. You are defiling my player and spoiling my atmosphere. Out. That's how come you go into atmosphere creators and all these things. Even what you listen to on radio. Some of you, you turn on the radio it's all oh, now. Nah, all the nonsense is just speaking. Even news, I listen to it circumspectly. I don't just open CNN and it's on. A lot of the news is depressive. Very important. Like, as you account, you have soaked all kinds of things. You can't even function properly. And this is where Satan gets a lot of it. You see what Bishop said today? That he has allowed you to have the Bible, but he has taken away the music. Satan is very crafty. So I beg you, I really beg you, the music is very important. If you be a minister, very, very important. And I'm saying that, always think of spiritual music, not just gospel. You see, maybe Bishop didn't say, a lot of the local gospel music, eh? What the reggae beats be to change, 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 change. Then the next day, you're going to hear some very strange, funny news about the person who is making that music. True or not true? true? It's true. Many of the gospel musicians, we have heard stories about, we can't even tell that their lifestyles are proper. We all know it. We are here. We all know it. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? As opposed to music that to say, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Straight from a verse. When you learn that song, you have learned a verse. Psalm 119105. Straight. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Very, very important. Very, very important. I mean, this campaign, I've never seen a campaign. This portion about music and spirituality. If you take this one alone and major in it alone, you, you didn't even hear anything in the camp. I'm telling you, you, you become a giant. Stay away from all this. Satan is using it to spoil us and spoil our ministries. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So, you were on the floor, not so. Amen. So this afternoon, our Father led us to learn on two powerful things. And then the first thing he 
taught us was one way to become very spiritual, and that is uh, through listening of music. And I think that is what my sister spoke on. <laughs> And then he continued by teaching us on what the word of God is. And the first point he gave us was that the Bible is a prophetic revelation. Hallelujah. And what I understood there was that everything we are doing as SCA directors has been written. And I believe if we know what exactly is written there, we are just going to pick from there to confirm what has been written, which is the prophetic revelations. When you go there, you will see that there are things out there which has already been. So we are just going to pick from there and use it as a solution to our new convert or to solve our problem. So that is what I understood by a prophetic revelation. And then the point two was, the Bible is the good news. Of salvation and then the good news of salvation we as um, SCA directors we are supposed to um, in one way or the other transform the people that are being given to us or the people we are winning from the world to for, for them to be stable in church for Christ to be formed in them so if we do that basically we are using the good news to save their souls from the dungeon of the enemy. Hallelujah. So that is what um, I understood uh, from the, the word of God is um, a good news of salvation. Amen. The point three was the, the Bible is God's warning to us. And what occurred to me was that many of the things we are doing ignorantly, we have really not read or learnt it from the Bible. So if we really know what the Word of God really teaches, we will receive the caution from there. And he, was, he cited an example yesterday that what, if uh, you've gone to visit your converts and as you are interacting, you feel like kissing your converts, what prevents you from kissing your converts and i think if you have if you know the word of god you will know that you are cautioned you are warned not to do that thing because there are consequences you you will face maybe you are growing up very audacious and spiritually but from that action you will take without the caution you everything will drain down and then you will no longer possess the power and then the spirituality you were growing with all the person that bishop is nurturing us to become amen and um, the other point is that the bible is full of the words of inspiration hallelujah i believe that if we study the word not i believe if we really study the word or if i really study the word i would know that there are times that things of this world will put you down will make you not to feel like continuing even with the ministry. But if you know the word, 
you will, you will receive a certain encouragement, a certain power to continue from where you are struggling or to continue from the thing that has led your spirit down. Hallelujah. So, um, the point five. The Bible is a direct cutting message. And I will, um, okay, he said it today too, that the, there was a movie he watched and then um, a man was holding a sword. A man was holding a sword and then uh, a baby was, or a woman was trying to play with it. And as it, uh, he threw the scarf upstairs and then it fell on the sword, it cut it. So the word of God uh, is there. If we really know, or if we study the word of God and we know it, there are things that when we do it, it's, it's there straightforward to destroy us. It's, it's um, kind of... Amen. The example Bishop gave yesterday, and as he was saying, he said the word of God is sharper than that sword the man used in the movie. So if, hallelujah, (laughs) you see. I think it is it Acts three that Peter and John were going to the gates of called Beautiful. Is it Acts three one? Can I see Acts three one? Yeah. And they met. Sit up. Don't do this. Yes. Don't put your chin in your hand as if your wife has died. So the um, beggar. The paralyzed man asked them for money. And Peter's answer is very important. Look at it. He said, silver and gold. The paralyzed man was asking for silver and gold. But Peter's response was that I don't have what you are asking for. So obviously, I cannot give it to you. What you need, I can't give it to you. But I've got something. I've got power that can heal you. So what I have I'm giving it to you. So the man was healed. Now, that is the case with many of us here. 
many of us do not have what our converts are asking for. Yes. This story is not a very great story in itself. I mean, it just happens that Peter had power to heal, which is great. I mean, the power Peter had, I don't, I've not done some. A paralyzed man is walking because I prayed. I've not seen some before. You know, so we have a lot to learn. But it's not too good not to have what somebody is asking for. And most of the people we are going to meet have needs. They need wisdom to come out of a relationship. They need wisdom to, to, to live their lives in a certain way. But the, 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 the truth is that you cannot give them what they need. Because you don't have it. You cannot give what you don't have. If you come to me right now and ask me for 20 CDs, I do not have 20 CDs. I can't give, you can kill me. I don't have it. So it is very important. That is the reason why I'm going to share what I'm, I'm going to share. That you need to have a lifestyle of daily entering the word of God. Because that's why I taught all the things I taught. That he's just standing there fumbling. All the things I taught are the, the, the many possible things the Bible can do. The wisdom, marriage, direct cutting things, salvation, all the things the Bible can do because you are going to meet people who will demand your knowledge of something and many of you don't have it. You don't have it. So, so because you don't have it, the people slip back into their old lifestyles. Because they were not rescued. They were not saved. You are a savior who can't save. You are just bearing a title of a savior, but you can't save. But everybody who came to Jesus to ask a question, Lord, what can I do to be saved? I've obeyed all the commandments. What else must I do? Jesus had an answer for everybody's question. That's why I'm, I, I said that if you are doing the work Jesus is doing, you must ask yourself whether you have the knowledge Jesus had. If he came to seek and save the lost, and you claim you are seeking and saving the lost, do you have the knowledge Jesus had? So you see, as you see them standing there, one of the things, and, I, and I'm now teaching, there is something called what Peter said in Acts 6-4. We will give ourselves to the ministry. Go ahead and stand at the back. The ministry. The ministry. Say the ministry. Yeah. One of them is what I'm going to share now about quiet time. The ministry involves listening, reading, watching. You should. You see, especially being somebody who, please go to the back, being somebody 
who is going to be teaching? Listen. Somebody who is going to be teaching, talking to people. One of the things you need to do is to listen to people talking. I'll take it again. If your work involves talking to people, then it is right for you to have a lifestyle of listening to people talking. Because you see, in normal life, you cannot speak if you don't hear. The reason why you speak Ga, how many of you speak Ga? Press your hand, please raise your hand. You speak Ga. You speak Ga, a Nigerian girl, Yoruba girl. You speak, yeah. And are you a Ga? Half Ga. So you a Ga? Yes. Are you Ga? Billy? Pure Ga. From where? Half Ga. Are you pure Ga? But you speak Ga. So Kobe, are you Ga? Yes. Are you Ga? From where? Labadi. From Osu. So, Osuga is speaking Ga. And a Nigerian from Yoruba is speaking Ga. Why? So, clearly, this man is speaking Ga, not because he's a, he's a, he is Ga. Because a Nigerian who is not Ga is speaking Ga. He's speaking Ga because he has heard it for a long time. If you've not heard it, you will not speak it. That's why when you take your three-year-old or two-months, one-year-old baby to China, after four years, that baby in China will speak impeccable Chinese. A black face is speaking Chinese. Why? Because you will only, you are allowed to speak and say what you hear. If you've not heard Chinese, you can't speak Chinese. If you've not heard a lot of Ga. You will not speak Ga. I live in Accra, but the world I am in, there's not a lot of Ga in my life. From the time I came to Accra, straight to medical school, I, I, I mean, I, I, my house, my, my children, there's no Ga in my life, so I don't speak Ga. But if I came to Accra and was playing football in Bukom and just, you know, moving around, selling kinky, and by, by all means, I must speak Ga. So, so when you don't hear, you can't speak. I'll say it again. When you do not hear, you can't speak. So people who we call dumb are not really dumb. They are actually deaf. Most people who can't speak have, nothing, have no problem with their throat and their mouth. The reason they can't speak is that there's a problem with their ear that makes it impossible for them to hear. So when they, they are sent to a doctor... The first thing you do is examine the ear, the ear, the ear, the ear. Why? Because if the baby is not hearing, he cannot speak, can't say anything. So if you two don't listen to messages, you can never preach. Like this camp, to qualify to stand here and explain a word or a point or two points or three points, you should go back home and listen to this, these sessions ten times before you can come and stand there and speak. Not when you are sitting there uh, sleepy-faced and think that because you, you were here, you can talk. It takes a lot of mastery and skill and, and a, lot of, uh, a lot of maturity to be able to sit down, hear something somebody is saying, and be able to take a microphone and, and, and say the same thing. Or continue even from where he's talking from. 
it's, 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 it's an anointing. Many of you are going to go home. And you will not even desire to listen to this camp again. Yeah. And to you, you were here, you've heard it. Which, is, which also will also reveal the depths of your uselessness. That you don't even know that anything you hear for the first time, you just capture like 11%. You don't know. I mean, we are recapping. Somebody comes to stand. He's even reading the verse. He has read the verse. Say something from the verse. He's, he's, he's talking. He has read Hebrews 5.12. He's, he's speaking from 1 Peter 2.2. The verse is in front of him all. It's not a small thing. So if you don't train your... And, and he's not a bad person. This is not an evil person. He only loves God. He only wants to serve God. He has done nothing. But there's a way you can live your life and make a mockery of yourself. When you don't... You see, if you are in destiny, then be in it well. Uh-huh. If you've come into this work, then it is sheer stupidity to be in this and not to be in it well. There's a saying that either drink deep or don't taste it. If you are, if you are into it, then you must be deep. When I was in the world, I was smoking, I was fooling, clubbing. I was deep. Twelve years old. Deep. Neck deep. From Friday around this time, by Saturday morning, 5 a.m., we have been to about five nightclubs deep. I was not even 13 years old. I was not even 13 years old. I've smoked my, my night away, drank my night away, danced my night away. There's no father, there's no mother. I'm just, I'm just myself. <laughs> so if you are here, then please be deep. Be very deep. So as I'm talking about quiet time, understand that quiet time is not the only way the word of God comes to you. You must also have a lifestyle of listening to messages. And and even more so because your work involves speaking. And you cannot speak if you can't hear. If you don't hear and you stand to speak, you'll only be making noise. A lot of them are making noise. So a lot of deaf and dumb, as we call them deaf and dumb, and it's not a funny thing. I'm I'm just using it as an example. When you ask a a deaf and dumb person question, where's your father, or uh, where are you? (laughs) He's he's saying exactly that, oh, I I was in the bedroom, I was speaking, I, I I was sleeping, but for him, he only hears that type of... He only, he only hears noises. So the, the sound he's making... It's not because there's a problem in his throat. He's actually saying what he hears. Yes. It, that, that is actually what he's hearing. Because his throat is locked, or there's a, a, a rope has been used to tie the back of his tongue. No, his his his, his laryngeal anatomy may be, may be may be more perfect than yours. 
But that noise he's making is what he's hearing. He only hears noise, sounds. So when he opens his mouth, what he hears is what he's saying. Perfectly. So if you, a pastor, somebody who, who witnesses, somebody who counsels, somebody who is going to minister the word of God, you don't have a lifestyle of listening to the word of God. When you open your mouth, you speak like this, people. Noises. You just, have I been making noises? I've been in front of you. I'm asking a question. Have I been making noise to you? Yeah. Do you understand the things I'm saying? Do they make sense to you? Yeah, that is because I, I, I listen a lot. I didn't come to the camp with notes prepared. The ten points I gave you, I made them here within five minutes. By reason of use. Sometimes I myself am amazed at the type of understanding and revelation I can have when I'm teaching. I, I, I myself look at myself in, in, in awe. And it's the anointing of a teacher. Which still comes by reason of use. I've been doing this work for over 30 years. 30 years. Okay. Years of listening to messages. Obviously, when I open my mouth, I won't be making noise. So, if you are listening to Amachi Dede, Kodwenchi, listen, Kodwenchi, Amachi Dede, unbeliever music, um, whatever, unbeliever things, and so on. And now, suddenly, we give you a microphone and say, Explain Hebrews 5.12. You realize that suddenly, you can't speak. Because what you've been hearing is not what you have been asked to say. It's like somebody who only hears and has only heard Chinese and speaks. But if I had said that, give us the lyrics of Amachi the Day's Iron Boy. You give us the lyrics. Because that is what you listen to. But suddenly, somebody who, who listens to Chinese is being asked to speak Ga. He will make noise. You don't hear it. So if your life is about talking to people about Amati Dede's music, then continue listening to it. If your lifestyle is about talking to people about how to have sex, how to be jumping on a man, how to be jumping on a woman, then keep watching pornography. Because that's your work. I will encourage you to watch more. But if your work is teaching from the Bible, then don't watch pornography. Listen to people who are teaching from the Bible. I mean, if you are here, you have a phone which cannot have podcast. It's a smartphone. But the phone is not smart. <laughs> Throw it away. And have proper podcast. A phone that can have podcast, a phone with good memory to have messages, different messages. You are batting, you are cooking, you are at home, you are where you are in the torture, listening. Why? So when you open your mouth, you will say what you've been hearing.
Otherwise, nobody will listen to you. When we send you to go and have a, to start a center, nobody will come and sit down. Do you know why? It's not because you are not handsome. It's not because you are not beautiful. Or you are not a graduate. Or you are a graduate. There's nothing like that. Because when you speak, you just make noise. You don't minister the solutions of people's problems. You don't speak any sense. You just be talking. You, just, you, just, you are just talking. Like when he was uh, 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 explaining Hebrews, he was just talking. He was just talking. Just, he was just talking. So when somebody sits down and listens to you, why do you think thousands of people still come to listen to me? Because they understand what I say. And what I say makes sense. When I read the verse and I'm talking, there's a connection. So if you ever become like, uh, and many of you sitting here were failures in the center work, that's why you were thrown to the Siberia, which is no more Siberia. <laughs> There's no more Siberia. Because you get the soul, but you cannot minister to the soul. You don't minister to her needs. You don't speak things that refresh the soul or inspire the soul. You don't have it. Because you don't read your Bible. You don't listen to messages. There's nothing to say. So the person is that all you do is just invite people. Come to my church. My pastor has something to say. Come to my church. Come to my church. Come to my church. But when will you be the church? When will you be the pastor to that boy? How long are you going to be inviting people to come and listen to your pastor? When will you be the pastor? So, I want to talk about seven steps to an effective quiet time. Thank you, please. Seven steps to an effective quiet time. Why quiet time? Because it is part of your ministry of the word. Ministry, Acts 6 4. Your, your, as a pastor, your, your way, he said, but we will give ourselves to what? Continually. Continually. To prayer. Your work is to pray. That's your work. So when I say that, oh, all of us here are going to, uh, at dawn, we are going to wake up and pray in our individual homes and so on, and you are there sleeping. That's not, your work. <clears throat> Your work doesn't begin when you meet a person to talk to the person. If you have not prayed, you have failed before you met the person. Those who succeed, when they meet that soul by the roadside or in the torture, they have already prayed, they have done the work, they have conquered the person's soul spiritually first. That's why he said, we will give ourselves to prayer. Because you cannot minister the word of God when there's no back t- prayer. A foundation of prayer. So, 
Be very careful about your ministry of the word. I'll say it five times. Be very careful about your ministry, ministry of the word. Be very careful about your ministry, your word ministry. That is your life. Be very careful about your ministry of the word. All the things that must go on before you stand somewhere and speak the word. Be very careful. Invest in it. Invest in your ministry of the word. Invest in it. I cannot say it too many times. He said, we will, gi- we will give ourselves, give yourself to the ministry of the word. The ministry of the word does not begin by preaching. You cannot give what you do not have. You cannot preach what you do not know. You have to know before you preach. If you do not know and you start to preach, you will only make noise. If you do not know and you start to preach, you will only make noise. You will be talking, but it's only noise. Incoherent sounds. Step number one. Seven steps to an effective quiet time. Step number one. Pray to begin your quiet time. If you read, I, 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 I think, I, 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 sorry, sorry, I, I'm sorry for uh, beginning an important message from the middle. Please forgive me, that is wrong. Learn from me. I'm doing something very wrong in front of you. You don't start your quiet time by praying. Sorry, please cancel that. That's, that's very serious. I began to teach you from the middle. You begin your quiet time by acquiring the tools for quiet time. And I'm now, I was reading from Key Facts. I was listening from Kifa, but I have moved from Kifa back to the book, Quiet Time. There's a book. 
the title is Quiet Time. Uh, 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 sir, you, you, I know you're not interested. You, you go and stand on the back. Just go and stand on the back. Is he not the one who was listening to Amachi today? I didn't suck him, eh? Okay. You, you, you go and stand on the back. Just go fast and continue sleeping. It's not here that I will save you. No, no, no. There's no I didn't come here to save you. Just be where you can sleep, but you are not in view. It's your life. In him was life. And the life was the light. So it's your life. Keep sleeping. Of course, you cannot be around me and not shine for too long. I'll remove you. Mm. You don't have your quiet time by just starting having your quiet time. Everything that is done is done by beginning to assemble tools. A carpenter begins his work by assembling tools. A soldier doesn't just go to war. A soldier goes to, goes to war by first gathering tools. So Moses' army in Genesis 18, I think, 8, were armed and trained. Armed. If you are having your quiet time, you need tools. Number one, Bibles. Anyone who will obey these teachings will be great. And Amma, when I say Bibles, I mean Bibles. Go and find them. So you will need several Bibles. You don't have your quiet time with just with just King James. I mean, English that was written 500 years ago. Sentences which are incomprehensible. Words that when you read, they don't mean what they are saying. But you need a standard to know King James Bible. A good preacher. Even, even when you are searching for words in, in the Bible, you must have the King James glossary. You will need several Bibles to have an effective quiet time. Good Bibles to have are Dick's Annotated Reference Bible. Thompson's Chain Reference Bible. I'm, talking to, I'm not talking to ragamuffins. New International Version. Amplified. New American Standard. Oh, I just remember before the days of iPads and this type of tablets. If I was having my quiet time, I mean, it's beautiful. Strong is here. Both is here. This is here. This is here. This is here. And I, I, I'm just moving from page to page. What are you talking about? I say list Bibles, you say Holy Bible. 
Holy Bible. I asked a, a brother had the King James. And I said, "What Bible is this? Is this a King James? King James? King James? He's painting in the church. When I say King James, you are not used. You are just doing it super. You are not. You may not even be born again." Number two. What's number one? If you are here and tomorrow morning you're having your quiet time with just one Bible, then I'm telling you that you you are you are you are you are doing little forecasting or something. Yes. At least you must have your King James and there must be another Bible you use to see even get the on the shades of meanings. I've told you. What's your name? Please stand up. If the Bible you have is this phone, I hope you have another Bible. I, I, that's it. Anybody here who's like the Bible you have, you are using, is the Bible on your phone, you are not even born again. I don't want to swear. I shouldn't swear. You are not born again. I take it again. I've got the Bible on my phone. This is my phone. I read it a lot of times. And I would advise you to have a Bible on your phone. Bible on, your, on our phones are emergency. For emergencies. You are in town. A scripture comes to your head. You want to check. What is this? Then you check. You cannot study the word of God. With Bible on a mobile phone. The first thing it does is that it betrays how unserious you are. It betrays your non-committal posture towards the word of God. He that cometh to me. But you are not committed to the word. Therefore, expect whatever you are building to be built on gas. Without a foundation. What's number one? I can't hear you. I can't what? And, and what are the tools? Bible or Bibles? And what are the type of. Uh, mention some of the Bibles. Number one is what? Holy Bible. Eh? The one is Holy Bible. Who is talking? Number two is what? Do you have number two? A notebook. You cannot say you are having a quiet time. When you don't have things to write on. Why? The Lord said to Moses, Hew thee two tablets of stone. Exodus 34, 1. Hew thee 
two tablets of stone. What is? Excuse me, who are you? Oh, sorry, this is on the place. Sorry, sorry. That's why I was asking. I'm sure there's another room somewhere. There's down there. Sorry. But you can sit here and enjoy if you don't have anything to do. You're welcome. Um, what was I saying? Yes. Moses, he said, heal the two tables of stone like unto the first. And I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest. <laughs> you broke it. You stopped using your phone to read the Bible to watch pornography. You are the one who broke it. Get a notebook and now start writing sense. You need to write down the things God says to you. You cannot have a quiet time with that. Any quiet time you have that you've not read. I was having a quiet time one day. And the things I was reading, were, it, it was, it, they were exploding in my spirit. I began a four-week series. Every day. With my original heads. It's like a book. The title was What Mighty Men Do. I was having my quiet time in First Chronicles and I, I read chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. By the time I was around chapter 9, 10, the thing was too much. 11, I was, I was dying. I began, every day I was posting a whole message on the page and the series 28 part series. What mighty men do. Thrilling. <laughs> I may share it with you. If you have good behavior. Yeah. What mighty men do. Exhilarating. Epic. It's like a movie. Mighty men. You, you, you won't believe it. Sweet revelation. When you read one, you feel like breakdancing. Thrilling revelations. Reverting reading. What mighty men do. It was my, I've never seen anything anywhere in any book. It was for my spirit. The same way, God also has something to tell you that you have not also never read. Ah, then, then, then everybody gets a revelation. You too must get a revelation. That is why your quiet time is your highest level of engagement with the word of God. Your highest level of engagement with God's word is not at the level of hearing the word, watching the word, reading books. No. Your highest level of engagement with the word of God is when you have your quiet time. Because that is when God gets to also speak to you. It's good for your pastor to speak to you. It's good for a man of God to speak to you. It's good for a certain reverend to speak to you. It's good for an altar to speak to you. But when will God speak to you? 
That's why having your quiet time is not the same as listening to a podcast. about that verse can be very powerful but when will God speak to you? Because most of the time it is what you've heard from God that gives you the boldness not what you've heard from people. The angel Gabriel said I I, I am telling you that you've not had sex but you are pregnant. He said what? How? He said I am angel Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Where you come from, so when I'm talking, I am, I am, it's when I put the microphone down that I'm timid. When I have a microphone, you don't want to cross my path. I'm like a lion. Because everything I'm saying is from, is from an experience. I've experienced it. I'm, 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 I want to beat somebody. But if you have not heard it from God, and he said, distant, distant, distant. Hallelujah. 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 Say amen. Say amen. All the hallelujah in the man is a starter. Can you see? You see, when the car can't move, the starter. Tamil, 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 Tamil is a hallelujah. Say amen. Say amen. You are looking for starter. But when you've heard from God, Mike, when was the last time you heard me say hallelujah? When was the last time? I've been with you for three days. Have you heard me say hallelujah? Kai! Get a notebook. You cannot say you are having a quiet time if you've not written something down. Number two. Number three. A dictionary. Already you are rising above your BECE graduate level. The Bible says those who use the office of a deacon well earn themselves a good degree. There's a degree in the study of the Bible and the work of God. Have Oxford. Oxford Dictionary. You must have it. I had it. I had it. I bought it. I went to Accra Central and bought an Oxford English Dictionary. I've got a Merriam Webster on my phone. On my iPad. I can't move without a dictionary. You cannot. If I need to look up the meaning of a word. What about you? You don't 
have your quiet time by just having King J's. Number one is what? Bibles. Number two is what? Notebook. Number three is what? Oxford or Webster, Miriam Webster. Have a dictionary. Because some of you couldn't pass English. Number four, concordance. It exhausts the words. Every single word. I've got strongs on my phone. I've got strongs. This iPad I'm using. Thousands of books, including strongs. There are Bibles with strongs concordance embedded in it. So, so if I take you to my Bible, the the Tariah Bible, this one, like any 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 verse. Thou Romans two two. Thou therefore thou that art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. For thou that judgest doest the same things. And everywhere, I can look up, inexcusable, if I tap it. You see, that there's cross-reference, there's strongs. When I tap the strongs, it's there. The word inexcusable is anapologetos, the Greek. But you have not even finished the English. Only you start Greek. It means without excuse. That which cannot be defended. Every word has got the strongs concordance meaning. So it, it gives you the Greek word. If it's the Old Testament, you, you go there. It gives you the Hebrew word. Old Testament. Second Samuel. 10. Verse 14. And when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, then fled they also before Abishai and entered into the city. So Joab returned from the children of Ammon and came to Jerusalem. Ammon, what's the meaning of Ammon? You tap it. Strongs. Ammon. Ammon. And the meaning is there. It means tribal. Strongs. Look, if you are a pastor and a worker like you, you don't just read your Bible. Quiet time is your time to study. Second Timothy two fifteen. Study to show thyself approved. A workman. Second Timothy two fifteen. Study. To show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed. You don't need to be ashamed. A lot of the shame we have experienced this evening. Is unnecessary. If you had spent time studying. You owe it. It's one of your responsibilities. to uh, You that your leg is spinning you. I will suck you from here. You are rolling your eyes at me. 
you, how many of you have not seen Strong's Concordance before? You've not seen the book Strong Concordance. Let me see your hand. Yeah. You need to know. Can you, can you imagine a, 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 a carpenter who hasn't seen a hammer before? A carpenter who hasn't seen a hammer before. Now, all those big books, I don't have them anymore. They're all here. They're all here. And this is far 10,000 times better. You should see Strong's Concordance. It's like a, a lady's back. Yes. It's like this. Huge. You can't travel with it. That's the weight of a suitcase. Have a what? A concordance. To understand. That word which was used. What is the original word? The Greek is this. The Greek means this, this. So when you are reading, you, you are studying. A quiet time is a time of studying. Then number five. What's number one? What are the tools you need? Number one is what? Bibles. Not Bible. Number two is what? Number three? Number four? And number five, you need a good attitude. You don't go, you don't have your quiet time with John Trent. Oh, I know it. Oh, this, this, is, this is this one. This is, oh, I'm okay with this. I've studied this before. Oh, last week, a bishop was preaching from it. You, you, are, you are something. I don't want to use the English word. A good attitude. The Lord, as of opening your word, in these 20 minutes I'm coming to study your word, let me receive something that will change me. Give me a word that will do something to my life and ministry. Not that, Lord Father, I want to thank you for the, for, for the word of God I'm going to use to preach. You are not preaching anything. The word of God I'm going to use to preach. What, what, what God? So when you have gathered the tools, which are what? Number one is what? Number two is what? Number three? Number four? Not concordance, concordance. Not concordance. Were you born in England? Where were you born? Concordance. Nonsense. Concordance.
Number four is what? Concordance. And number five is what? Humility. Meekness. Or says with meekness we receive the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Every quiet time you have can save your soul. But it may never save you because you didn't approach it with sobriety, meekness, humility. You came with the arrogance of a man of God. No, it's not everywhere you must take your nonsense to. There's some places you know that you don't, you don't, you don't. No matter how big you are, leave it at the gate. You don't, you don't approach God as a man of God. A man of what? You are a man of God. So you have, you have approached God. Drop your man of Godism because it doesn't make sense. Because you are a man of God and you are now in front of God. So then, after you've assembled all these things, then what do you do? You pray. You pray. And one of the prayers you pray, a beautiful prayer you pray. You can't forget this one. Psalm 119. And because it's 119, you drop one and you, you go for 18. 119, verse 18. 119, then you drop one, the last two. 119, 18. 119, 18. It's a beautiful prayer. It says, open thou my eyes, that I might behold wondrous things in thy word. O Lord, amen. Father, open my eyes. You can wear glasses and see nothing. If God does not open your eyes, you will see nothing. So Paul talks about the, the Old Testament. It was read with a veil, but now the veil has been removed. Open down my eyes. Because they are wonderful. You, you, you watch it. Have you not heard a pastor preaching from a verse you have used to have your quiet time? Say, ah, but how? But I was reading this verse. Ah, but how? What is, ah, how come I didn't understand it this world? Yeah, because there are types of eyes. Your eyes have got glaucoma. Your eyes have got retinal detachment. Open down my eyes. 119 verse what? That I might what? Behold what? Wonderful. Like as you are reading, you just, you just, you just get up. I mean, the revelations flow so much. You are just writing. Just write. God is telling you, do this, do this. I'm saying again that no matter how many books you have read on, from a verse, God can have something to tell you. Yeah. I'll take it again. No matter how many exhaustive teachings you have heard from a scripture, be open. God has something to tell you. Open down my eyes. That I may behold wondrous things. Can I have other versions? Out of thy law. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. Another one. 
Open my eyes that I might behold, I may behold wonderful things from your law. Another one. King James. Oh, okay, we read from King James. Uh, message. MSG. Open my eyes so I can see what you show me of your miracle wonders. I'm asking again, is there anyone here who has ever heard a pastor preach with a verse you have also read before? And he was saying wonderful things and we were wondering whether, I mean, what is wrong with you? Do you have Down syndrome? Do you have hydrocephalus? What is wrong? How come this man is saying these things from the same scripture I've read ten times? From today, God will open your eyes. So you begin your quiet time by doing what? Praying. Step two. Read a passage from the Bible expecting God to speak to you. Read what? A passage from the Biblia. Expecting what? God. Read what? A passage. Now, now, let's stay there. How to choose a Bible reading passage for your quiet time? How do you choose a passage? Choose a book from the Bible of which you read a few verses every day. You can choose a book. John. Mark, Ephesians. Bishop says, you must always remember where you ended. That's why you, you can't share your Bible with somebody. I saw a basenta leader with a Bible and I asked him whether it's for him. He said, it's for his cousin. You can't use your auntie's engagement Bible. Because you will need to underline and dare you underline somebody's Bible. In the New Testament, I've had wonderful quiet times as I've read through the books of Luke and Ephesians. Luke and Ephesians. So you choose a book. So I'm showing you, how do you have a quiet time how do you choose a passage from the Bible? The, the Bible is there. What do you do? How, how do you choose? So, number one, you can choose a book. You can choose John. You can choose Luke. You can choose Revelations. Number two, if you don't choose a book, you can choose a personality from the Bible. That this month, I'm doing a quiet time on David. 
Yes. I did my quiet time on Titus. Oh. I mean, the notes I've not taught it before. Yes, I, 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 I titled it Titusization. The point I have there, you will dance your heart out. Killer revelations. Titus. Titusization. How to titusize yourself. Yeah. I didn't read it in a book. There's not a book. Nowhere. But God. May you receive downloads. The Titus dimension of ministry. Ah. Titus was a son. Number two, he was very resourceful and helpful. Number three, he was fruitful. Number four, he was a follower and a carbon copy of a father. Number five, by his hard work, he made himself dependable and indispensable. He was a game changer. He possessed a proper calling to care for the sheep. He was a partner and a fellow helper. I don't have time to teach him teaching. And I've not heard that word anyway. Have a good time. Enjoy it. If the Bible says that it is only with joy that you draw from the wells of wisdom. Proverbs. It's only with joy. When you approach the word of God that, that Bishop Ogo says I should read. Where is he? Let me do so. When he asked me, so I read John 40. You are, you are, you are, you are The words I want to use are not appropriate. We are in church. With joy, you draw from the wells of salvation. If you don't approach the word of God with joy, you will have nothing. You don't approach the word of God with, with, with a mind that a, a pastor will, will ask you, Hey, I don't be sure go there. Small thing or he's insulting you. Charlie, uh, let me read. Uh, 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 Francis, can I have your holy Bible? <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah 12. Said Proverbs. That's, it's not. Isaiah 12, verse 3. King James. King James. Therefore, with joy, Shall you draw water? How come you approach the same word and you get a teaspoon of some salty water but somebody comes with a bucket? It's the excitement with which you approach. I mean, you can't wait to have your quiet time. Where's my concordance? Uh, uh, um, I can't find my dictionary. Esther, can I have your dictionary? Please. Um, where's my notebook? You sit down. Father, open my eyes. 
Open my eyes. That joy becomes the bucket you draw. I said, that joy is the bucket. Without joy, you are going to look at the water. Get it right. If you don't have excitement towards the word of God, you can never have revelation. That's what the people who memorize verses for exam never, many of them backslide. There are people who have been to this Bible school. They are drunkards in town. You don't go to the, the word of God under duress. They say I should read. We are going to have an exam. Romans 10. Hey, she, he, he, he. I can't remember the word. Oh, she. No. My orals is coming. Orals is coming. Orals. With joy. With excitement. I mean, when the time is up and you must leave because you have to catch a bus to go to work, you can't wait. Even when you get to work, during your break, you continue. You're excited. The turtle, as it's moving, you. I mean, what do you do in the turtle? Two hours in the. You sleep, and when you wake up, your eyes are red like you have smoked weed. Say with joy. With joy. You approach the word of God with excitement. It's truly like honey. He said, it was in my mouth as honey. Ezekiel 33. He said, eat the scroll. Eat the scroll. And when I ate it, it was in my mouth like, it's not like gravels. It was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Until you get there, you can't forget about being a pastor. The people who preach the word of God are those who enjoy the word. Can't you see I'm enjoying the word? Or, or, or you can't see. I look bored, eh? I look angry. I'm so excited, I'm looking for someone to beat. <laughs> so those who sit in front when I'm preaching must always wear leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> but I can come to you there. <laughs> it's exciting. I'm enjoying my work. Nobody has told me to come for a camp here. I'm enjoying. I'm a pastor. I want to see people working, people doing well, people being blessed, a church growing, planting churches, appointing pastors. I'm, I'm happy. But when I send you to go and have a team of seven, you are going to, as if you are getting a team to do galamse.
can imagine how excited I'll be if I'm in a shop buying New Living Translation. Is that how your eyes are normally? <laughs> or, or, or you are suffering from something? <laughs> Coronavirus. joyful disposition towards the word of God will joyfully buy a book. He can't wait to sit down to open it to see what revelation there is again on loyalty. But when you read the book and say, they say, um, the last time the examiner, he used a verse before. <laughs> the examiner, he used a verse before. It's like <laughs> you are punching. If I was punching, how can you read the Bible? You are punching. To do what? (laughs) You are punching quiet time. You are punching what? What are you punching? Zanzibar. <laughs> no, 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 Malachi, no, no, Malachi, it won't come. It, it won't come where? It won't come where? You are a pastor. Hey! No, 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 Leviticus is not like, it's, it's not good. It's not good? Leviticus is not good. A book in the Bible is not good. Ento. Ento. So when you open the Bible, you go to Romans 10. Go to Acts 1, John 1, John 6, John 14. So when you stand to preach, you are, you are dead. Because your brain is full of scriptures you have memorized. You know, stand to your feet. Let's go. We'll come back. To, it's 11 o'clock. Let's go. Let's go. We'll come back tomorrow morning and continue quiet time. We are living on a quiet time note. Stand to your feet.